Welcome, everyone, to episode 24 of Sis Woo-hoo. and Big Pops Culture. I am Big Pops, also known as Todd Turner, also known as KYM Medicine Man, also known as Mosaic Fan Art, and I was called Tugboat in middle school. <laughs> I, I wore that t-shirt to, ba- toot, toot. to, to band practice, man. I and as am- always, my host is... I'm Sis, a.k.a. Hannah Joe, and together we um, are a father and adult daughter duo. We dive into all things geek, nerd, and fandom. Every episode is family-friendly. That's our family friendly uh, link jingle. It's not. It's not. We have a different jingle every single. I like jingles, jingle jangles, and toot nannies, and all that good stuff. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Oh, don't! I thought you said we can't do all this other music, or we'll get get yanked. yanked. Hey, Hannah. Set us up. What's going on yeah, this week? Yeah, so we have news as per the usual. We're going to talk about what we're binging. Um, I saw on your Instagram and Facebook, Dad, that you have a couple new comics for us in your lineup. I saw Homesick Pilots. I saw Thor. So I'm excited to potentially hear about those. Um, we're going to be talking about um, the t- the movie Thunder Force. Thunder with- with Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer. It was straight bonkers. And um, the comic book, the six-issue comic run, Deceased. You read it? Do you not want to talk about it? Oh, I do, but I didn't know you were going to get a chance to read it. I'm so I, excited. I read them. I'm like a little kid. I'm like Dad, jumping. Dad's like seat. just like shaking in his yeah. It's like the best. It's it's the last of the comic books that I have from you. So. Uh-oh. Well, it's okay. I'm going to send you another one by the same guy. Tom Taylor, and we'll hopefully talk about it next week. Love that. Yeah, so I have, here they are, Deceased. I read all six and the new one that you gave me, too. Oh, the one, A Good Day to Die, Mm -hmm. which is, we'll talk about it later. So, you ready? Yeah. Do you want me to go first with news? Oh, I'm sorry. I got to do the nerd news. Yeah, no. I'll go first. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) Alfred Molina played Doc Ock in... Spider-Man 2. And he was signed for the new Spider-Man. Well, we think, you know, but the internet... Well, he actually confirmed it this week. Yeah, I'm in it. Woo! He said, he said listen, he told him, uh, I can't do all this stuff that I did back then. That was like 20 years ago. And I'm like, I don't know, he's like 67 now, I think. Is he? I I think he is. I, I'm, I don't I'm 100% him. sure. So don't take that as a gospel. I'm sure you could... Google it That's or whatever. That's the gospel truth. So the guy who um, said, hey, don't worry about it. Did you see what they did to uh, how they made um, Samuel L. Jackson look young and how they did this for Colson and how they did this? Don't worry about it. It'll work just fine. So, yeah, I love that was my favorite Spider-Man movie. That was your favorite Spider-Man movie. We talked about it before. We, yeah. and for me, personally, personally, mm-hmm. they go Tom Holland, um, that guy. Toby Maguire. <laughs> that guy. Toby Maguire. Then, Andrew, then Garfield. Andrew Garfield. But Which I just so think funny. I just think that Tom Holland, like when I think of Spider-Man, I think of high school boy. Mm-hmm. And Toby Maguire was never a high school boy. Here's the deal. It doesn't matter. Everybody can have their own favorite, right? Yeah. Your I'm, favorite I'm your it. favorite's Toby Maguire. 
We ate with um, a friend of Nate's today, and oh, she said her favorite Batman was Adam West. And I'm like, bops. I'm cool with it. Adam West bops, man. Which is hilarious because in a new issue of a, I didn't collect it, of a, of a Batman comic book that came out just this week, he reaches into his utility belt, and guess what he pulls out? Shark repellent bat spray. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes. Is that not great? Woo! Is that not great? I love that. I mean, Sometimes you can't get rid of a bomb. Some, you just need shark repellent bat spray. Everybody does. That's right. So what do you got on your news, Hannah? Um, I saw this is this is multiple pieces of news for me. Okay, go. Was unaware that Amazon was in works to make a Lord of the Rings TV show. Oh, yeah, they requ- they acquired the rights for like 250 million. I think. I don't know, but anyway, I was unaware that A, it was going to be a show. B, was unaware what the show was going to be about. I don't know what it's going to be about. It you is know that? like the cre- It's like the Cimmerillion. Like it's like the oh, creation of which everything. You are not. I am using to prop up my microphone. That's hysterical. So yeah. If anybody's like, watching this on YouTube, I'm showing the Cimmerillion. Cimmerillion. And the reason I use it is because it's 17 inches yeah, thick. It's thick. That's a thick boy. Um, That's awesome because I love the Cimmerillion. It's like. How the worlds were created and how the yes. kingdoms were created mm-hmm. and all of those. Exactly. It's like millions of years before where, the Hobbit. Where, right, where um, elves came from, where mm-hmm. dwarfs came from. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. $465 million. For, for what? The first season. What? A half a billion dollars. $465 million. Million. Dollars. Million, million dollars. Wow. Cannot a, even comprehend how much money that is. So listen, I told your mom today that straight bonkers. That we um we put down a down payment to go to Hawaii. And I said, I want to take a ring and throw it into a volcano there. And she was like, What? I said, I am free. <laughs> Not that it just came out completely wrong about your 30th anniversary. But I just thought, wouldn't that be funny if I just went bloop? But then I was like, no, it's mine, my precious. $465 so, million. dollars. That's a buttload of money. For season one. Oh gosh. It better it better rock socks. I'm just gonna I'm just pulling up the article that I had just to make oh, sure I, that that was right. No, 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 it's right. I saw it in two different places. And I was like, what? $465 million. They're oh. like, we were projecting it would be $500 million, and this is less. That's a lot of second breakfasts. I'm like, oh no. So That's straight you, bonkers, man. Since so you're talking about that, did you see where uh the Meg 2? I'm serious. Did you see that? No. It's coming out. We saw that in theaters, Dad. Do you I remember when me it. and you went and saw oh, that in theaters? And the like, Hey Mickey. It is like a yeah, it's like I don't know. There's no point to it, but it's so Oh, funny. it's and awful. It's just, Jason, Jason Statham, Rain yes. Wilson, they're all back in it again. Ruby Rose is in it. Um, yeah, so I, I'm so excited. I don't know Oops. why because it's, it's like watching oh, Sharknado. Can't I can't help it. I like those too. Sharknado. Sharknado. Yeah. That's and also, so um, I saw that Kirsten Wig and someone else who I don't know who it is. Her name's Anna Mumolo. Do you know who that is? I don't know who she is. Not off the top of my head. I'm going to Google her. They are making a live action Cinderella's Evil Stepsisters movie. Yes, for Disney. I think that might be funny. 
we just talked a couple of weeks ago about how much we loved the the Roger and Hammerstein. Uh, why? Um, oh, why would a fellow want a girl like, like a girl her? like her? Yeah. So that I'm, I'm interested know. in. I don't know. Who I don't know who is. she is. But I'm confused you know, about like, are they the evil stepsisters? I don't know if they are or if they're just writing and producing it. It doesn't matter. I think it might be good. So you know they'll have to make it PG. It's not going to be PG-13. They're right. They're writing it. They're writing, writing it. So that could be really funny. Oh. Yeah. As long as she doesn't look like Avril Lavigne like she did in the Wonder Woman movie as Cheetah. I couldn't. That was too much for me. Sorry. I know. She, had, she had Avril Lavigne. I'm just saying. Her ripped yeah. pants in that. Did you see that Mad Mickelson is going to be in Indiana Jones 5? Yeah, but I don't know that I'm excited for Indiana Jones 5. I, I, mean, I mean, why are they making it? going to be, like, Harrison Ford's like 110 years old. I mean, he, his whip, he's going to have a whip and a walker? I mean, Daddy. I don't know how that's going to work. I know, that was mean. I shouldn't do that. Daddy. I sh- we, should, we should speak positivity. Well, I'm, Harrison I'm Ford is, is dope. I, is, oh. like, I just wish that they would have stopped with the, like, they didn't need to do a fourth one. No. I know, but it made a buttload of money. I mean, and so, they're going to keep doing it because they're going to keep making buttloads of money. Speaking of sequels that maybe should or shouldn't exist. What? He. <laughs> go, go, just say it. <laughs> the new trailer for F9 came out. Oh, yeah. For Fast so, and Furious 9 came out. Are they going to space? I'm just. Because <laughs> this okay, movie now, is going to be bonkers. I thought, wait I'm a minute. Stuck. Is that a car? Going oh, into space. I'm stoked. Well, they've Here's already the done thing. flying cars. Do you not remember? Do you like, like they jumped from tower to tower in Dubai? Well, I saw that, but this and is like literally did. launching off of a. Well, did you see what they did with the magnets? Yes. <laughs> there ain't no magnets in the history of the world that are that strong. That's bougie. They'd that's be some, pulling out people's like braces and that's like, some straight bonkers shenanigans and, that are yeah, so John Cena is Dom's I know, brother. I know, what? You can't, me. you can't see me. John Cena is John everything. John Cena. He's in everything. Like I didn't said, see like, I didn't see Hobbs. I didn't see Shaw. They're not gonna be in it. I don't think There's that they're no gonna way. be in it. I don't but think so either. Helen Mirren was in it. I saw him I saw Helen Mirren too. So maybe Shaw, maybe. Uh, Shaw's I, brother I, will be in okay, it because so I'm giving also it has grief. a younger brother. I am. I love these movies, man. I, I can't help it. I'll watch them until until uh, they don't until until Dom is in a you know, he's driving a golf cart <laughs> at a retirement community in Okeechobee. I can see <laughs> and then they'll put a, on his, put a letter on his door saying you're not allowed to drive a golf cart anymore in this community. <laughs> Not that that might have happened at that a happened retirement community. That happened. We were there. We, we were the reason that it became you have to be 16 and older to drive a golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nathan, for tailgating <laughs> people in a golf cart. Yes, <laughs> we were driving It was the fast. greatest. Oh, I miss that. But oh. I, I literally wrote one word, bonkers. Well, That's bonkers what my note says. Bonkers I also way. need to rewatch Tokyo Drift. Yes, because he's in it. I thought he died. I thought he died too. And uh, he BTW? popped up and I was like, what? Never saw what? it. I, never saw I, watched, I watched Tokyo Maybe Drift. Maybe his twin brother. <laughs> I, at this point, brother. I would be like, yeah, okay. I'd okay, buy it. it. I'd Dude, roll with it. the safe. 
The magnets brought him back from an alternate dimension. Who knows? He was in outer space with the scrolls. Now I'm just now he's back. I'm mixing, I'm just mixing all. But I, yeah, I need to rewatch Tokyo Drift. And you know, I just I love them so much. Me too. The cool part. I read this somewhere a long time ago. Don't know if this is true or not, but. What? I read that the cars that they use in these things are oh, so yeah, expensive that they, that, use they're, them twice. that they use them twice and so that there will always be an even number of movies. Yeah, we, you said that a couple episodes ago. So I, I, hope like, that, I hope that there's an F10, y'all. I don't think my eyeballs eh, can get any bigger. I'm here for them. I'm here for them. I, I, love, I love them, them too. all. I know. It'll be fun. I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> um, they, uh, Netflix has, has a Godzilla anime coming out. Okay. Now, they, I watched Netflix had a couple Godzilla animated films that were anime, mm. and I watched all of them. I loved them. Um, they were good. Yeah, it it's like um, the um, there's no life on planet Earth anymore, or we had left because of the monsters that take over, basically, mm. and they're coming back to resettle. And Uh-oh. of course, Godzilla's always bad until we realize Godzilla's good, right? So, um, yeah. So that's fun. I have one more piece of news. Lay it on me, Dad. No, I'm done. The end. This is major news. Major. Okay, so some of you may or may not know that I lead a small group, nerd-based Bible study. So we take um, essays that my good friend Hector writes um, from Mm faithandfandom.org. So go check him out. He's got his own podcast. They're great. And he writes essays that show biblical principles about different things of fandom. So Mm -hmm. anyway, so we've had this small group going for a year and a half now, and two people met, fell in love in my group, and I got to be part of a wedding yesterday. Yes, you did. That's so sweet and exciting. I had to buy a suit. I've never worn a suit. You looked dope in that suit, though, Dad. Never had a suit in my life. No, You've You've worn a suit jacket before. I've worn a suit jacket. That's different than a suit. Oh, so you went and like bought, aw, tear, yeah. little, little tear down my face. Bought a suit. There That's you sweet, go. That's sweet, daddy I know. There you go. That's my nerd news. Nerd news. <laughs> Hannah Joe. Yes. What are you binging? Suits. Oh, that's funny. I bought one. You did. I'm really, I'm enjoying it. I bet it. you the suits they wear cost more than the oh, suits. Oh, no, the whole, the whole thing. It, from JCPenney's. It's like, yeah, it's JCPenney's. Yeah, oh, so this, it. they spend. It took 10 minutes. They were only open for 10 minutes. We ran in there in 10 minutes and bought a suit. They spend so much money on their suits in this show. That's part of the joke. But just Serious. started season two. Yeah, because this one kid is like a genius, but has never like. Like, and passed the bar, but never went to college to become an attorney. Gotcha. Just as, like, so smart that he memorized everything and, like... Okay, I get you. Passed the bar. Um, and so his mentor is, like, this, like, bougie guy. And he's like, you need a better suit. And that's, like, that a thing over and over again as about the suits that these two men wear and how they're, like, he- different. But they introduced a big bad. Oh, Yeah. Uh, a new, season two, episode mm-hmm. one, we got a we got a new bad guy who's popping up on the scene. Interested to see how that goes. I don't much care for when you get into the second season of something that they introduce mm-hmm. a bad guy. Like I feel like that happens a lot. Well, you never know how it's going to play out. They may and introduce just, someone ugh. as a bad guy, and they may not be a bad guy by before the I end just, of it. I just don't like it. Like they I did know. that in House. 
And I just stopped watching it. And they did it in Scrubs, and I stopped watching it. And it just is. Ugh. Do you think you'll stop watching this? I I hope not. I'm enjoying it, so I hope that I continue to watch it. I also Good. watched Chronicles of Narnia, the like first the one. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me let me tell you something that I forgot okay. to mention last week. I'm stopping about Chronicles of Narnia. Yes. So I know you're not watching Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm not. I want but, to, but I'm going to wait till they're all there. Okay. Well, there is an episode where they're trying to get information. But they can't get information from these people because they don't trust them. Mm. So Zemo pulls out some type of candy to lure these children to give him the information. You want to guess what kind of candy it is? It's Turkish Delight. It's Turkish Delight! That's bonkers. I was like, wait a minute. Chronicles of Narnia! I was like, Turkish Delight? The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I got to try this. BTW, what's like the first thing that your parents tell you about strangers? Never take water Don't take candy from strangers, man. (laughs) I know. Stranger danger. So I watched, I started watching Chronicles of Narnia. Um, It's on Disney Plus. Gotcha. I didn't know that. they have all of them on there? They have all of them on there. All of the three. I loved them. I mean, the third one wasn't great. It was pretty good. the Don Treader was weird. Well, that's the book is weird. I mean, that's true. They I mean, get they get trippier and trippier as it goes on. That's a fact. Exactly. Yeah. Silver Chair Man. Ooh, yikes! I don't think they would have. Yikes ever done that. on Silver Chair. No, and they would have never done a boy and his horse either. A horse and his boy. Yeah, that's my favorite one. I know. That's my favorite book. It. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it gets trippy, man. And yeah. I also started watching Moulin Rouge. Oh. Yeah. With Nicole Kidman and and, and uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan his Kenobi. voice is so Which good. He just He's grew such a, a good he singer. He grew his beard back for taking on Obi-Wan Kenobi again. Yeah, man. Disney Plus show. Stoked about it. Okay. Yeah, th- that's oh, what I've been man. watching. I haven't been watching a lot, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched two movies this weekend with Nate. What did you watch with Bud? We watched The Fifth Element it oh, has classic. my favorite alien of all time, Pablo Laguna, in it. <laughs> I'm doing the dancing thing. If you could see my arms going back and forth, she's a really good singer too. And um, my man, my man, come on, my man, come on, come on, come on, come on, with Chris Tucker. I love him. He goes, hold it. I got, I ain't got no fire. He, got, he is so funny. Come on, that was my first introduction to him, and then watched him in. Uh, um, the Rush Hour movies with Jackie Chan. I, Chris Tucker, so funny in that movie. <laughs> and um, Ian Holm is in that movie. Gary Oldman is in that movie. There's some famous I'm, people in that movie, man. Nathan, Nathan goes, how'd they get Gary Oldman to be in this film? I was like, well, this came out a long time ago, so who knows? Mm-hmm. And then we Look, watched Young Frankenstein. Okay. Is that a the new Mel movie Brooks, or an old movie? Old. Oh, it's old. The Mel Brooks movie. Is there a new Dean one? Wilder. No, I don't. There may be a Frankenstein movie, but this is a comedy. Um, it's it's rated R. Um, I think it could be PG. I don't know. They have some. They insinuate some stuff. They really don't. There's it's no new. It's rated R. It could be it PG. Be. It, That's what you just it, well, said. You know, it was back in the day when they didn't have PG thirteen. You know oh. what I mean? So it went from PG to R. But they do insinuate some stuff. But I think it's. I don't know. You'd have to hmm. check that out. I love it. It's a classic. Some of the jokes are terrible. Some of them are hilarious. Of course, some um, of the jokes are terrible, but we're here for that, man. I know. And it's sad because Gene Wilder's no longer living. Gene mm-hmm. Wilder, the guy who played Willy Wonka in The Chocolate Factory. Um, so 
dad. Yeah. I, I can't remember what? what her name is, but In a what? famous British actress died this week. Oh, I don't know who that would be. She was on The Prince Crown. Died. Oh, well, but see, I watched that for as many times as I told you we watched it, and then I quit watching it. We haven't watched The Crown anymore. So, actually, we haven't watched much TV. Yeah. So, that's Rosalind all I've been... Knight. What? Is that is that who died? And I got hooked in. I've been listening to Who all over again. Who music, left and right, which is why I've got my Quadrophenia album no, up in the background. Not Rosalind Knight. So, I don't know who that is. <clears throat> maybe so. I'm maybe I'm lying to you. Well, we're not investigative journalists. I've said that before. We're just a, two guy folks that love each other and we want to talk about nerd stuff one on one. One on one. So yeah, that's it. I'm not really binging anything. So I wanted to watch that Midnight Gospel that our friend uh Josh Spencer mm. said. And then I wanted to watch that one that you said. What was the name of that? Cartoon Bravest again. Warriors. Bravest, Bravest Warriors. Warriors. You said it was late teens. It's late teens. I went back and rewatched the first episode and said, oh, no. Gotcha. <laughs> it is not a child's cartoon. It's not like Adult Swim. Like, it's not like. I don't watch any of that stuff. It's no, It's nothing like that. Like, it's gotcha. not bad. It's just. I don't find that funny. Not for kids. I get you. Well, a lot of cartoons aren't for kids, but they make it to where kids can watch it. Like SpongeBob, yikes, man! Yeah, big yikes so, there. Yeah, anyway, Dad, what? What do you have for us today? So, my comic books for today. I wanted to touch on four briefly that just ended big story arcs. Okay. Um, so, one of them is Seven Secrets that just finished a story arc. And it's written by the same guy who wrote Deceased, Tom mm, Taylor. Which was dope. And so, and uh, a trade paperback, which is a collection of all of them, just came out. I'm going to get that, and Hannah and I are going to talk about this next week. <gasps> Woo! And that's from Boom Studios. It's about uh, a kid. It's about a we kid love Boom who, Studios. Um, there are seven secrets. Well, don't, don't tell us. We're going to talk about it next week. Okay. My lips are sealed. Right? Like, right? The go-go say, my lips are sealed. Doesn't matter what, what they you say. say. I don't Doesn't know the people say. Hey, lips are sealed. Now, you didn't uh. know that for the musical interlude. Um, so yeah, right? Is that okay? Can we yes, can we okay. put a yeah. pin in it? But these are books that I think everyone should read. And okay, so secrets I would say is teen. If you're listening right now and want a new comic book to read, can they buy this on Amazon? Uh, yeah. You can buy the, the trade, trade paperback of Seven Secrets written by Taylor by Boom Studios and read Follow it. Along. And then we'll talk about it next week if that is something yes. that you're interested in doing. Another book that just a trade came out because it collected, it finished. The first arc is Homesick Pilots. Oh, I want to read that one too. So we get to see the house walking <gasps> in this no! issue. Yes. Ah! And. There is more out there that we didn't even know. It's not all about this house. These people are basically ghost hunters. And the house is just a preliminary story. We so, have to. Dad. I know. I know. It's We're going to read, we're gonna read that one too. About it. Okay, yes, dope. Absolutely. Oh, yeet. So, and this Homesick Pilots dope. is for high schoolers. Mm-hmm. When you say, well, they have some big, they have some cuss words in it. They, yeah, they, they don't have, have some- nudity. 
I mean, it's, it's just, I mean, it's, we talked about it. So we read the, right. I read the first episode and we talked about it on the podcast. I think mm-hmm. what we decided is that they talk about some grown up stuff and it's like punky mm-hmm. and that the characters in it experience life in a hard way. Gotcha. So if, if yeah. that, right? Right. Yes. So it is a, I think it does have a mature uh, label on it. Um, I think older high school students would enjoy it. So um, <clears throat> one of my favorite comic books is Usagi Yojimbo, which uh, is about the um, Ronin rabbit. Um, and the last story arc just came to a conclusion. I believe that middle school kids on up could could read these, but they really do touch on some serious issues sometimes. Wait, um, so it's finished? No, just the story arc. Oh, you said the yeah, last on- story arc. This is the story arc just fin- just finished. Okay, I was and like, it oh, dad. With, it deals with mythical creatures in Japanese ancient Japanese culture. Cool. Um, well, they're not mythical in the comic book; they're real. And the the uh, Usagi had been taught by one of them, and he goes back to help them to mm-hmm. fulfill a Prophecy. bargain uh, or oh. deal. No, to fulfill. A, he said he would come back and help. A promise. A promise. Perhaps. Yeah, fulfill a promise. So, like, um, like Madame Zeroni. Like Madame Zeroni. Like yeah. you fulfill the promise with Madame Zeroni. Yeah. And he fights with them to defeat these evil nuts. creatures. It's really interesting because there's a lot of stuff about them. Um, I think it's Chinese. I said Japanese. I believe it's Chinese culture. Okay. So, um, but this is, I love this comic book. I love how it's, it's always written and drawn by the creator. Um, Stan Which Sakai. I'm probably cool. his name wrong. Okay, Thor just came to an end. Okay. Not the comic book, but the story arc. I saw on your Facebook post mm-hmm. that Loki said something. Yeah, so what happens at the end of this is, um, and I, I'm going to be honest, and I was sort of let down with the ending. Really? Um, it seemed like it was like building up to something, and then and it, it was just, just over. Ugh. But what happens is um, Donald Blake if he wants to live a life of lies, you can be the god of lies. So Loki like chains him to some thing and going to torture him for all eternity or something like that. It looked terrible, but Thor gives him to Loki and Loki says, he asks Loki, what are you going to do to him? And he goes, do you want me to lie to you? Pretty much. And then so Loki gets Donald Blake, and that's where it ends. So that's I got a feeling not good. Donald that's Blake's coming back come around. Back and bite them in the butt. Yep. Or so the the comics I really want to talk about. Yes. Bat, Batman um, one hundred and seven. Okay, um, what is Batman one hundred and seven? A comic issue? It's just a comic book. The issue Batman. Yeah. So here's what's happened in the Batman after DC Future State. Mm. Did I tell you that the Joker gas got released in Arkham Asylum? Yes. And it, like, killed a bunch of people. They're calling that A-Day. So oh, no. what's happening is they're trying oh, to no. figure out who's done this and why this Joker gas has been released and who's Harley in Quinn. charge of all this. Harley Quinn's sort of a good guy. She's like a – she's trying to be Batman's sidekick, which is funny because she's still hitting people in the heads with baseball bats. Classic, she as she should. she doesn't quite know how to be – and, like, she doesn't quite know – and actually – and this is in this issue, she is fighting some guy who calls himself Stabo because he's stabbing people. But she recognizes him when she was a doctor at Arkham and says, she calls him by name and like, what are you doing? Who, what are you calling? Her? He goes, I'm calling myself Stabo. And he's like, have you been taking your medication? And she goes, 
he goes, no, I haven't taken any of my medication. And she's like, so the cops come to get him and they're like going to kill him or whatever. And she's like, no, he just needs, he's just off his meds. Basically the doctor and her says he needs his medication and he'll be fine. He won't hurt anybody ever again. And they're like, we're taking him in. I don't care who you are. And she of course hits the cop with the head and, <laughs> with her bat. So, and then she leaves a, <laughs> she leaves a note on the back of Stabo saying, uh, Stabo here just needs his meds signed Dr. Harley Quinn. And that was this, this person just needs this medication once yes. they're on, I mean, man, medication management is an important part of any so person's treatment. If that is something the that they thing choose. about it is, is that we're really seeing, um, flashbacks because Batman is tied up to a chair and being pretty much, uh, manipulated to by see whom? things by the scarecrow. Uh. Yeah, so we don't know. Anyway, I like it. I don't like the secondary story, although the art was fantastic. They've got a new character in it called the Ghostmaker, who's supposed to have been a longtime friend of Bruce Wayne. And um, I don't know, I'm struggling to like him. He feels like a, I don't know, like an ultimate 90s character where they were all like, shoot him up, bang, and everything loud and pow. And you, but yeah, people who collected comic books in the, in the late 90s will understand what I'm saying. <laughs> um, Daredevil continues to be one of the best, probably my favorite D, uh, Marvel comic book right now. Um, still, uh, Electra is Daredevil. She is raising or teaching a child whose parents were both killed during these riots and during the, uh, night, uh, King and Black thing. So he's still in jail then? He's still in jail and he was poisoned. Oh no. So he was poisoned and, um, he realizes he was poisoned. So he goes out to get fresh. He's in a, he's like in the where all the inmates go to work out outside. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Whatever that place is. And he sits there and he's just like meditating. And all these, these like this gang of prisoners come towards him. They're going to beat him up. And there's inner dialogue. And he rem he says, I remember what Fog Foggy taught me one time that when we were at the, when we were in college and there was a big, huge drunk guy that wanted to pick a fight with us. And, um, Foggy just started dancing like all the way around. And <laughs> Foggy goes, you can't punch a dancing guy. <laughs> he goes, the guy finally got just fed up and was like, you guys are losers and left. So he said, I'm going to, so he sits there and just perfectly still and meditates. And they're all like, what's he doing? You know, just to bide time for him to try to flush the uh, thing out of his system. And, uh, and then he dances so, and then he goes, yes. I'm a dancer. no, he doesn't dance, but he does get in a fight. <laughs> He whips them all, and but ends up getting stabbed at the end. So they think Daredevil's dead. So oh no, um, he's not. Of course, you know Daredevil's not dead. He ain't dead. He alive. Um, we know another, it. Another another Marvel comic book that I really liked this week was called Avengers: Curse of the Man Thing. The Man Thing is what? Marvel's. Yeah, the Man Thing is Marvel's answer to Swamp Thing. Of course. So a, a guy injected himself with super soldier serum that he was trying to recreate and it backfired and he blew up and went into the swamp and came out as the man thing. But he has no lame. He can only it's he only acts on instinct and he guards this interdimensional portal. And if he touches you and you know fear, you burn on fire. Mm. So there is um, a character who is taking the power of the man thing to try to rid Earth of the majority of its people so that it can restore a balance because we don't know how to take care of the Earth. And Which talked about mm. in the swamp thing that we read. I know. 
I know. So the cool thing about this is um, it's like an anniversary of the, the create. It's like the 50th anniversary of the man things creation. Oh, cool. So, yeah. So this issue is Avengers curse of the man thing. The next one is Spider-Man curse of the man thing. Oh, so they're and just going the, through. And then the third one is X-Men curse of the man thing. That's cool though. I was really hoping for a fantastic four curse of the man thing, but oh, it ain't going to happen. Lame. So yeah, it's, it's, um, I really enjoyed it. So my DC book of the week is Green Lantern. They mm. started it all over with issue one. And now that they've redone Infinite Frontiers and there's all these multiverses and omniverse, they don't call it multiverse anymore. They call it the omniverse. Probably because there's Marvel does multiverse. Oh, yeah. Well, I wonder I don't that, think that's a copyright I mean, thing. I don't think it's a copyright thing either, but it would make sense that they would want a different word. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. That way the mm-hmm. two fandoms can understand what they're talking right. about easily. Well, I'm not saying that's that, what it was, but that makes sense to me. I think they're doing it because they're changing. There, there basically is no multiverse anymore after DC Infinite, DC Future State or Infinite Frontiers. Mm. After Dark Metal, they've now everything is possible and everything happens. You can anything. Basically, it was just a way for DC Comics to say, you know what, we can do whatever we want. A character's dead, not anymore. You know, this I mean, they, don't they do fly. that anyway? Now I know, but this is just an easy way to erase the slate and start all mm. over. And I mean, do whatever here for that. Want. I know it's had some good stories. Yeah, some of them not so good, but um, we talked about that. I really liked because they have a Teen Lantern, Ooh. and who doesn't have a ring? She has a gauntlet, and they don't know where her power's coming from. They think she has a gauntlet that's similar to a villain, um, and. Uh, I believe she's Latino. Cool. I'd have to, but the comic book is really good. And in What's this her comic, name? I don't know, Teen Lantern. I'm just going to Google Teen thing, Lantern. Funny thing is they call her Kid Lantern. They keep calling her Kid Lantern because she's like 11. She's not really a teen. And she keeps saying, Teen Lantern. She keeps Me. telling them. Yeah. So I'm uh, 11 teen. I'm 11 teen. I think she's 10. I can't remember. 10 teen, I mean, that's Dad. young. Think about that, you know? And, um. She was in that she she was in the group uh, Young Justice when I collected those comics, which I really liked. They were fun. So the Green Lanterns are now they used to be this police of the galaxy, basically, right? But now mm-hmm. that the galaxy is completely different, and now there is a group of planets, like an interplanetary um Senate, I tell you what, it looked an awful lot like the the splash page that they drew. It looked just like the Galactic Senate. Hey. With those floaty floaty things on it with all the people where Jar Jar Binks ruined everything for everybody. Will you tell us what a screen, you said splash page. What does that mean? Okay, a splash page in comic books is where um, you open the page and it's like the entire page or two pages show one giant picture okay. it's like they call it the splash page that's what that's called in comic book lingo cool um usually like if they want to it's like grandiose um there are some and, of those uh, there are quite a few of those in kingdom come well uh yeah i mean there are but um every i mean that's like a huge thing like the com comic like here is sort of, I'm going to show a picture if you're on uh, YouTube or you're on Facebook. Um, Order! It does. It, it shows, looks exactly like the Galactic Senate. Yeah, so it's like That's a hysterical. Picture. Um, 
They had a great one in the Nightwing comic book of him jumping off of a roof, and it was just fantastic. Dope. It's just a great painting or pit drawing um, that conveys the story, and it takes up a large chunk of the page. Cool. So, anyway, at the end of this, one of the guardians, the they're the little blue guys that are like the ones who would give out ring. They were like the guardians of the battery. Gets killed. Gets shot. Or murdered. So that's not good. That's the opposite I know, but of good. I can't. And it's the opposite of good. But it's interesting because I think what's happening is the um, we're going to find out that the guardians uh, did something that made like stole magic to make the rings work or something. So that's I think there's going to be either. A magic first versus the rings. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. So my book of the week. Book of the week is uncomfortable it's not called uncomfortable but it's uncomfortable to read okay. so first of all green lantern the, one of the other green lantern kids DC could universe. read avengers uh, these are like middle school middle school all these on up uh daredevil's a little bit more mature batman mm. i think is more mature but green lantern and avengers curse of the man thing green lantern you know they're they, but home is um an adult comic book it home deals, it's called it's called home by image um, oh, it, of course, I'm, of course, it's by I'm Image or Books. I'm these people's names, and it is not on purpose. It's by Julio Anta, Anna Wisnik, Brian Valenza, and Hassan Atsami Alahu. I, I'm, I know I'm ruining it. But, okay, so I don't want to get political. There you go. We're not going to be political. I'm just going to talk about this as a comic book. Okay. okay. This follows a Guatemalan refugee, mother mm. and son, who flee Guatemala because the gangs, uh, I have to go back and reread it, but they are trying to get her son, and I think they've already killed her husband. So they oh, flee Guatemala, travel through Mexico, and end up at the U.S. border, try to enter legally. So they enter legally seeking asylum. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you remember, there was a thing where they would, they said, and I literally had to go back and make sure this was true. There was a letter in it from the attorney general that basically says, if you come to the United States without papers or documentation, we're separating children from parents. Yes. So that, that really happened and maybe happening. I don't know. So I think it's currently happening still. I, I don't know. So anyway, so. This happens. They, she has a sister that lives in Houston. Mm-hmm. They try to enter legally seeking asylum from the gangs. And um, they it's easier a, to It's easier to come into the country if there's a family member that you already have that's in the country. Gotcha. Well, they have to do the processing, whatever processing means. And they put them in this place called the icebox, which is, they call it that because it's really cold. It looks like a mm-hmm. pen, basically. And then they, that's when she finds out that they're taking, they're separating mothers from their children. She asks, can I just go back to Mexico? And they're, no, no, you can't. Once you've started processing, you can't leave until processing. So they separate them. Mm-hmm. So the boy is like eight, maybe six, seven, eight or nine. I don't know. So they separate them. And it's a real struggle to watch this happen. Mm-hmm. So they send this boy away from the mother and they are like, it's hard to tell how far they travel, but it's like four hours. I I don't know. They can't, he doesn't really know because Mm. he doesn't know where he is. And he's in a place with other boys. Mm. 
And as this is going on, he gets nervous and his hands start to glow just a little bit and he hides it. He's like, no, 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 no. Oh, no. So what happens when he's at this place with the boys is he takes an apple and takes it back to their holding cell, which looks like a pen. And he, they see him with an apple and the guard just goes psycho. Well, the boy has superpowers. Yep. And he like blows a hole through the thing and escapes. And that's where issue one ends. This is a hard book to swallow and a must read. Um, it's really good. I don't care what you believe, what you think is happening or not happening. I don't care. You can go and see what, what we've, what was written. Um, you know, that's fine. I don't, I'm not, but as a comic book, that is a very, very good story. And it's heart wrenching, uh, for reality's sake, basically. Mm-hmm. So it is happening still. Okay. Gotcha. So, yeah, but they didn't expect for this kid to have superpowers. Hmm. So now he is kid. on the run with superpowers, and I, I'm really, I'm vested. I'm invested. I'm going to read this to it ends. old and is in a new place all by himself and maybe doesn't even speak the language. He and, doesn't. Ugh. They speak Spanish. Not a, They don't speak any English at all. Ugh. And they, they do a really good way of showing that. When it's, they show English, you know, it's in a different color font mm-hmm. and with a different bubble. And when they speak Spanish, it's in a another color font with a different color bubble around it. Mm-hmm. So, oop, I'm sorry, I just hit my microphone. So, um, and there is a there's a there's a, a letter f- from the uh, creators in the back talking about what does it talk about? It talks about um, uh, Latino issues for immigrant immigrant issues and you know stuff like that. So I love. When comic books do stuff like that. We talked about so, that when we first started redoing this. One of the first things that we read was Adventure Man. Yes. And they do mm-hmm. they do that still in Adventure? We haven't talked about Adventure Man in Well, a Adventure Man hasn't come out with a new issue yet. So there it's a there you could read all of them. They're collected right now and I've been waiting and waiting because they're, they're in a they're in a trade books. right now? I believe so. <gasps> you have to check it out. Um but yeah, a friend of mine, uh, well, Hector actually, mm. and I were uh, talking on Facebook about, um, you know, last week we talked about DC's History of the Other Universe where they talked about mm-hmm. internment and the treatment of um, Asians in comic book culture. And, uh, and in America. How it, in America, how it touched on that and how it talked about internment, which I was never taught in high school. We Again, we mm-hmm. talked about that. And he talked about, and I also talked about how the Watchmen series, um, you know, taught me about Tulsa, the Tulsa, the Tulsa uh, riots. It's not a riot. It, yeah, it was a, not, it was but that's, not a riot. That's what it's called. That's what it's called. It was a racial cleansing is what it was. Mm-hmm. And, um, and this, so, I mean, this is a very, um, you know, comic books. If anybody thinks that comic books and anime and, uh, Dr. Who and uh, Star Trek, goodness, Dr. For, Who watch out just for a bunch of nerds and dweebs that don't have anything. Cause it's a waste of time. No, they have, they have things to say. Star Trek and, is notorious about saying things. Yeah. And like when the first interracial kiss on TV. And when Star when Star Trek, when they were about to do something that people they knew were gonna make people angry, they would like shorten the length of someone's skirt or something like that. That way they wouldn't the the censors wouldn't focus on what they were saying, but costuming and would be like she needs you need to get her changed yeah oh really that's funny she can't 
So they they were very sneaky about the stuff that they did. In that. So my book of the week is Home. Home by but Image Comics. If, if you want a, a book for that, you know that I think I, I would I would pick um, Green Lantern. That's not as hard. It's more of a you know a fun read. Mm. That, we can do hard things though, Dad. Absolutely. Yeah. Home by Image. I'm gonna awesome. I uh, I yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow it. There you go. That's, that's really it. Cool. I know that was a little rough. How about we talk about something that's just straight up crazy talk? So we watched the movie that came out on Netflix just a couple weeks ago. Uh, ago, I don't know, called Thunder Force. Y'all. Starring uh, Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer. Bonkers. uh, Hannah, do you want to give the lowdown on what the movie was about? Yeah, so it's these two people that are BFFs. I, Dad, I don't even remember their names. Oh, I don't Do you remember, remember the characters' names? No, not at all. They're just, I just know their childhood fr- friends. Um, yeah, I know, but what are their names? Um, we don't Lydia, Lydia and Emily. Emily and Lydia. Yeah, Lydia was uh, Melissa McCarthy's character, and Octavia okay. Spencer was Emily. So, yeah. Something happens to Earth, and a lot of radiation happens. And it gives people powers. But it seems like the only people that got powers were bad people. The only people. Psychopaths. Based or sociopaths. sociopaths. Which is not. <gasps> Wait a minute. A does clinical that mean- term. Wait, does that mean that uh, Sherlock Holmes would have gotten superpowers? It's not a clinical term and it's not something people are diagnosed with in the current iteration of the DSM. It was okay, I, gotcha. it's just people just say it to mean that they. Just have lack people poor are, pe- people skills gotcha. and Go, don't know anyway. what to do. And so what don't. happens is bad people get superpowers and nobody else does. Bad people. Yeah. I, I didn't know what this is an auditory medium. I did finger quotes for bad people. Anyway. So whatever. Oh, that made me <laughs> angry. That part like, I was like, ugh, this is dumb. It seems like the only people that got powers were vil- were villains. I didn't yeah, that's, see anybody that's, else. That's basically it. They were like, hey, we got superpowers. We got superheroes. But we don't got superheroes because the only people that have powers are villains. Yes. So Octavia Spencer is super smart. They're called miscreants. Yes. We get to see her and um, Melissa McCarthy grow up, which I thought Mm -hmm. was really cute. It was really cute. They were BFFs. I would have liked to have seen even more of that. That was uh, really funny. When uh, Octavia Spencer's character goes, both of my mom and dad were geneticists. And Melissa McCarthy, the little girl, says, you mean they, they were lady doctor parts? <laughs> lady parts doctors or whatever? <laughs> was that was like, hysterical. This is PG-13, mm-hmm. by the way. PG-13. I mean, it's Melissa McCarthy. Right. Like, we're, yeah. like, of course, it's at least PG-13. So what happens is Emily, Octavia Spencer, <sighs> is super smart mm-hmm. and creates a serum, a genetic serum that allows... Uh, that gives superpowers. Mm-hmm. And Melissa McCarthy, Lydia, accidentally takes Octavia's... Gets the injections. Superpowers. Gets the injections Gets on the injections accident. and on accident because she yes. was intoxicated and touched something. She wasn't she, really... Into- I don't think she was intoxicated. I think she was just touching things. They said, don't touch anything. And she started and touching things. And she's just things. like, yeah, let me touch this, this, and this, and this, and this, this, and do? this. What does this do? Yeah. So, and yeah, so... So then... Uh, she gets superpowers. Octavia gets superpowers, and then um, it all has to do about the the bad the bad guy, the one villain who who 
is wanting to become laser mayor of but you don't know it's the king you don't know the king but you you don't know that he's a he's a bad dude but he's a bad dude it it shows he's a bad dude pretty fast yeah at least halfway fast. through the movie yeah you don't have to wait till the end no um yeah so then he wants to become mayor um, so that he doesn't he become, get mayor no and then he so, gets really mad and then there's a there's a crab guy up, and then he wants to blow up the uh, the, the, the mantis the actress who plays mantis is a is laser in this, and I think she was terrible in this movie. Oh, she was she was fantastic. Her character what? was her character was just trash. I know. Well, maybe that's good because if she was trying to be trash, I think she made it. I mean, it was just funny. My favorite character was Jason Bateman as the crab guy. So Jason Bateman. Is oh man, that mis- was the worst. He's no a half creant. Isn't that what he is? Yes, he, and he he's not. Full. He wasn't. He got bitten by a radioactive yeah. crab. Yeah, where while scuba diving with his Without wife, driving. yes, but on their honeymoon, and then he on was like, honeymoon. "She's not my wife anymore." Right? <laughs> okay, so wait a minute. Arms. His acting was the best. Oh, of course, yeah, of course, it's Jason Bateman. So he just had crab arms. That's all he had. The best thing about him, did you notice this, Hannah? Every time he left or fleed or fled, he went mm-hmm. sideways like a crab. He did Walked not. sideways every time. That's hysterical. So funny. I missed it. I love it. Jason Bateman. He, him, I'm not really bad. I'm not really sure how this is going to go. You know, I'm just, um, you know, he's a good guy. He was, he was a good, he ends up being sort of good. So what'd you think of this movie, Hannah? It was funny. In parts, it was belly laugh funny. In parts, it was straight hysterical. Other parts, it was just, ugh. Cringe. Yeah, it was like, yeah. Well, I don't know if it was cringe as much as it was like, this is, I hate to say this, but <clears throat> I didn't think Octavia Spencer was that great in it. It was, her, she was, her daughter. Her daughter was dope. Was really good. I thought she her was daughter phenomenal. was phenomenal. And I don't even know who that actress is. Her name's Taylor Mosby, and I'd never seen her in anything. Um, I don't know, you know, what she's been in, but I thought, um, she was the my best uh, favorite part of the whole thing. So, yeah, I don't know. She's probably been in a lot of stuff, but she I don't was in Criminal Minds. She was in Grey's Anatomy for an episode. She's in Criminal Minds. The villain who plays the king is the stepdad in um, the Wasp. Yes, and uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Yeah. Which Carnet Carrival, Car- Bobby Cannavale. His eyeballs go red. He's yes. spooky. We are not selling this movie pretty well, Dad. Mm. Well, I, I wouldn't. Enjoy, say I enjoyed this it. A great movie. I, this I isn't mean, a great movie. I like. This laugh. is not a movie to sit down and watch with the family. First of all, you can't watch it with the family because Melissa McCarthy does say some things that are inappropriate. Um, as this is a movie that you. Oh, I don't got nothing to do. Let burn some time. We put it on and we watch it. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I don't know. I'm sure they could make many more of these, but there's no way they will because it didn't it do just well. Wasn't no. Um, it's got like a 24 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Last time I looked. There you go. Right. The, the <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. But y'all, I, super I like strength. Octavia Spencer become can become invisible, and I'm not going to tell you about anything else because mm-hmm. I, if you do watch it, I don't want to give it away. Yep. But um, I it has a textbook ending. Mm-hmm. So. You know, it's here for much, it though, man. I love a happy ending. Here yeah. for a happy ending. Yeah, the only thing is that uh, Melissa McCarthy wants to throw a bus. 
want to throw a bus. I would want to throw a bus. bus. Are you kidding me? If I got super strength, I'd want to throw a bus. I love the part where she keeps talking when she thinks no one's listening, but that's like happened twice in the movie. Like she talks about, not Kenny from down in wherever. He's terrible. He smells <laughs> like her, whatever. And he's like, and then, and then she's like, uh, Octavius. I'll, I'll call you back, Kenny. <laughs> Hold on, Kenny. I'll call you back. She was, oh, wait, just kidding, Kenny. He was on speaker. You know, you can tell where Melissa McCarthy just ad-libbed. Oh, yeah. But tried to ad-lib PG-13 mm-hmm. or PG. You know, I'm sure they said, listen, we got to make this. You got to you got to tone this down, kids. girlfriend. You got to tone it down. And- <laughs> yeah, parts of it are funny. Watching them try to get in and out of the Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Yikes. Yeah. But it's just sight gags. I, yeah. Yeah, as some of the gags were just like really silly. Like Melissa McCarthy gets like these injections into her like face. Yeah, and and Octavia Spencer her body. just takes a Has pill take with a, a glass of water. <laughs> and she's like, this is a large pill. <laughs> <laughs> goes, like really some of it's just kind of like, okay, yeah. I get it. And then she, I think I pulled my groin. Do women have a groin? Oh man, yeah, that was funny. This her her physical comedy was funny. Yeah, um, and if it wasn't for uh, Jason Bateman as the crab guy, bad, I probably wouldn't have enjoyed the movie. But his character is so good that that part I loved that. And, she, anyway. and Melissa McCarthy just eats raw chicken. Yes. Because she has to eat raw chicken. That's she gross. She just eats raw chicken. And the whole entire time I was like, I wonder what she's actually eating. I know. I thought, what was that? that I'm like, like, what like prop a- food is she eating right now? I don't know. Because it looked, I bet you. Because I really it. wanted to know. No, because it had some <laughs> substance to it. It was it's like, gross. It was I don't know what it was. <laughs> it looked like so raw anyway, chicken. You guys, we watched some movies <sighs> so you don't have to. Don't watch it. And this is one of these. I would give it one school bus. Yeah, it was not good. She throws a bus. She I'd does. give it a dilapidated school bus stuck in a fountain. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. So not even one full school bus. Not even one. Well, a bus. It's not a school, school bus. bus. This school bus is busted. This is, it's yeah. not even a school bus. It's a transportation, like a public transit bus. Well, that's, that would be, is that more valuable? I don't know the answer. I would give it one of those uh, pedal taverns. That's about it. You'd give it a pedal tavern. Well, I mean, it's not worthy of a school bus. LOL. It's, it's just senseless. If you want to watch it, you know, fine. But I would suggest... Perhaps skip not. It. Skip Perhaps it. Not. Perhaps not. Perhaps. If you're going to watch... This is like the first movie we've ever said skip it. If you're going to watch a movie with superheroes that's like not like a superhero movie, watch Flora and Ulysses. Or... And we talked about that. Or um, Sky High. Uh, have we talked about Sky High? Yes. And that had a school bus. <sighs> that did. And Ron Wilson. Bus, bus, bus driver. driver. We already talked about that. Okay. So, yeah, there you go, guys. I would skip it. Skip it. Sorry. I mean, parts of it were funny, <laughs> but Octavia Spencer, I think she's probably going, why did I do this? But, yeah. Anyway, bright, bright, bright parts. Jason Bateman and her daughter. Mm-hmm. They were good. Fact. Yeah. There you go. We done. The grandma. Oh, the grandma was hilarious. The grandma was hilarious. Hysterical. That part was funny. That was funny. Yeah, that I'll part was actually grandmother funny. Was funny. Yeah. Just, but she's in there for like thirty seconds. So yeah. that that little bit, it's just like a gag. Yeah. Which was funny. I got yeah, Michelle Obama some, arms. There were some good <laughs> gags. <laughs> I got Michelle Obama arms. There were some good gags, but the majority of them were not. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. 
I think we've lingered on this long we enough. We have. We're. D- I'm done. Moving on. Uh, we're done. Moving on to... Deceased. Okay, so this was like... Did I say this was like my favorite comic book series or mini series of, or one of them of last yeah. year? And I don't want to get it confused with um, Wonder Woman Dead Earth, which I loved, but Deceased is like a universe that's outside of traditional DC continuity. Mm-hmm. Um, so... What happened was Tom Taylor, the creator, has done Deceased. Mm-hmm. He then did a one-shot called Deceased, A Good Time to Die. Is that what it's called? It's, it says issue one. It's the only one. Uh, a Good Day to Die. Are they not coming out with another? No, that's just a one-shot. Okay. And then he did Deceased Unkillables, which I think was a three-issue miniseries. Okay. And then he just did, he just finished off with Deceased Dead Planet, which was a seven-issue series. So this one that Hannah and I read is the first Deceased comic book. The first six. The first six. And then she Plus also the one read shot. the one shot. And it's amazing. It's bonkers. In like a good way. So what's the, give the plot Hannah, so, you're really good with giving plots. Thank you. Especially coming from somebody who doesn't read comics. I don't. So we enter the story at the end of another story where Correct. they have one against Darkseid. Yes. And we keep talking Darkseid. He keeps coming back. Well, you brought you wanted to read this because we talked about the anti-life equation when we did Justice League. That's exactly right. Which is why That's we read exactly this. Exactly right. Correct. And so, the anti-life equation is in this. Mm-hmm. So we do. So we start the story there. They send Darkseid back, and Cyborg is lost. Which uh, is funny Batman, because they think they think they've beaten. They think they've beaten Darkseid, Dark but Darkseid actually got what he wanted because he wanted the anti life equation, and so he took the anti life equation back to his home planet, and then the, but they couldn't get the anti life equation to work the way that they wanted it to work, and so they. Darkseid, like, called death to himself. Right. And mm-hmm. tore a piece of death and entered it into the anti-life equation. Which was inside Cyborg. Cyborg. Cyborg had the anti-life equation in his hardware. Part of it. Or Part something. of it. Part of the anti-life equation. Mm-hmm. Yes, something like that. And he... Cyborg knows, like, hey, don't do this, because if you do this, it's not going to have the effect that you want it to have. And it's like saying, don't do this, don't do this. And you think that it's, that they create, like, zombies, but they don't create zombies because zombies, like, when you think, like, there's, like, a couple, like, I'm, I like zombie films. I'm I'm here for a zombie film. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, two major camps of zombies. Gotcha. Explain that. Okay. So there's like a camp of zombies where it's like, I just have to eat brains and they're just right. going and they're just like not mm-hmm. human, can't think, are just like, gotcha. like eat brains. Mm-hmm. And there's another one where they like are a little bit faster or a little bit like, like can like think zombie a little Nate, bit like, more. Like World War, World War Z? Yeah. Where they act like ants, basically. Where they're like a hive. Right. Mm-hmm. If you will. Gotcha. This... Is a zombie in that they are not human, but not like I want to eat brains. More of like I just don't want anyone else to be alive. Exactly. Right. But they can still speak. Can they? 
at the very end, Wonder, the very end, Wonder Woman oh, yes. speaks, and she yes, speaks yes, to yes, the yes, collective yes. whole. Like yes, she's, she she says that. she uses we language. Yes, and so gotcha. so Cyborg like knows that this is what's going to happen. Darkseid does it anyways, and Darkseid blows up his own planet. Because he and gets sends infected. Cyborg back to Earth. And Cyborg gets to Earth. And with because the, it's an equation, equation, it's inside mm-hmm. of him. And Cyborg, is, if you've watched Justice League, is connected to like, is in control of like every type of internet. He anything, can get into the internet. Place. Right. And infects before, it. Before he, can wall it, before he can wall it off. It already like a filters. Firewall. Yeah. And so the anti-life equation, again, because it's an equation, goes into... The internet and any person who looks at a screen becomes like infected, right? With this, and so you can get it from technology, but you can also transmit through other people. Yes, like if you're watching TV, like on the computer or a cell Mm -hmm. phone or whatever. And so it's our superhero. It's the like Justice League. Like you think of like the main superheroes, like when we talked about like Kingdom Come and stuff like that. Right. Like you think of Justice League, you think of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Um, they're like again, it's not like the same universe. So like Batman has a son and No, no, no. Batman has a son really? in this universe. IRL. Yeah. No, like in real life. Damian Wayne is his yeah. son. So Batman yes. has a son and Lois Lazal and Gould's Clark daughter and he had a son. This is really? news to Hannah. Yeah, Talia Weird. Al Ghul, and Damien is their son. He is Robin now, actually. Mm-hmm. So it's it's them, and I mean, like, of course, this this was something that I think that you've mentioned before, Dad, is that, um, like, Batman is, like, a genius and, like, has all of these different things figured out and, like, all of this right. stuff and, like, made, like, the fastest people in the world, like, stop... Like hit yes, the could, hid flash and is it and is right. it reverse flash? Whatever, yeah. The the one who no. wears yellow. No, no, no. That's that's a kid flash. Okay, had those two hide because like we don't need you to Here's get the infected deal. because then if you'll they get infect infected, everyone. Or Superman gets infected, or Wonder Woman gets We're infected, dead. or the flesh flash gets infected. They can infect everyone and no the time Earth is all. gone. Yeah, and so it's like. And ooh, this is yeah. So it's them trying to figure out how to protect as much people as possible, and right. all of the shenanigans that then ensue from this anti-zombie right. zombie person. Here's a go. This has been out forever. We can just tell whatever we want. Everybody, oh, first of all, you should read this. It's so I love, good. <laughs> I love the thing that at the beginning, after Dark Seeds, like you know, Wonder Woman wraps the the the, the, you know, the lasso of truth. And he's like, I don't need to lie. I got exactly what I came from. And then the boom tube comes. He disappears. And then Batman automatically goes, um, Cyborg. Oh, cyborg is missing. Cyborg is missing. And they're like, what? How do you know? And he goes, I have a tracker. Do you have a tracker running in one of his subroutines? And they go, do you have a tracker on all of us? And, dot, dot, uh, dot. And no. Dot, dot, dot. No. And it's so funny because <laughs> Green like, Arrow. Are, you, are we going to believe like that him? part where Green Arrow, where he's like, he doesn't have a tracker on Green Arrow. He's like mm-hmm. the only one. And he's like, I could be like, a planetary like, you, threat. He's like, did you just see? Like, and, and like later in the comics, he's like, did you? Like, yeah, he didn't think I was a planetary threat. I just shot an arrow through that guy's head when he's on top of a Kraken. Like, I could, like, I'm totally a planetary threat. Yes. I'm like, he's chill like, out, so, man. I love it. Um, so what happens is basically. Everybody gets infected. The, what? The Martian Manhunter. You don't think about him 
But the Martian Manhunter, who can become invisible, they um, all of the superheroes that are uninfected meet at uh, Superman's Fortress of Solitude, mm-hmm. and the Martian Manhunter's there, and he infects everybody. Flash. Yeah, and once Flash the Flash is the in- one. The Flash was the right. one that they needed not to get infected because so, he goes wild crazy and it's like running really fast. And then Superman, Superman stops him. Stops him literally by like running through him. Yes. Like or, zooming yes. through him. But and then, then what happens is a part of the Flash cuts Superman and Superman turns. And then Wonder Woman turns. And um, what happens is the... Heroes create arcs sort of to save people. Mm-hmm. And a subplot in all of this is Harley Poison Quinn Ivy and Harley and Quinn. And Harley Quinn are BF, they're in love. Yes. This is and something they, that I thought was really interesting. It's what? she, uh, Poison Ivy talks a lot about the green. Yes. Oh, and yeah. that's what Swamp Thing calls. Mm-hmm. And so I just like wouldn't have connected that in my head if we had not read and Swamp she Thing. she creates an impenetrable wall. A town around Gotham mm-hmm. that is open to anyone, but you're not allowed to harm the green. But if you harm the green, you're kicked out. You're kicked out. <laughs> yes. And, so, and Damian Wayne is like, we will agree to anything at this point. Yeah, Damian Wayne's like, the cool part <laughs> is, basically what happens is, Damian Wayne, you'll find this out in the next, um, they come back to Earth. And but are they, 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 do, they do but they But Superman blows up the sun. He doesn't blow up the sun. He goes into the sun. Oh, I thought he blew so, up the sun. Yeah. Oh. No, he doesn't blow up the sun. But there's I something know. about the sun. Yeah, so... It's weird now. Um, we got a weird uh, sun. But, yeah, the funny thing is... And it comes around in one of the issues that the Green Lanterns are... Um, watching them. Yeah, watching And that's what makes Superman... Because Superman was going to go get them. Mm-hmm. And uh, he drives into and it. his son, Superman's son, goes out and to like fight him. Yeah, it goes out into space and is like, "You can't do this, Dad." And then right. his arms in a sling. <laughs> but here's the deal: if the you know how like we try to combat viruses, mm-hmm. we recreate the virus, mm-hmm. and then we go back and we reverse engineer and destroy the virus. Yes. So in the last run, I'm pulling it up. We, we have to go because... They got to go get come, Cyborg. Exactly. Although at the end of DC, she pretty much rips Cyborg apart. Literally pulls his head off. But he The cure dead. is in you. Yes. You are man and machine. You are binary off and on. Patient zero and the one, the alpha and the omega. Zero. Yeah. But that means everyone we fought, everyone we ended, they didn't have to die. Everything they dies. They didn't have to die. They didn't have to die. Everything yeah. dies. Life is fleeting. That's the only truth. Death is forever. The good that's thing Wonder is they, Woman talking. Like, look at... She's, ooh, she's, I'm not going to show that yeah. one because that's creepy. Um, yeah. Look at her. Wonder Woman. Look at her yeah. eyeballs. She, she's a zombie. She's an anti-life zombie. But it's so, not a zombie. Right. So the next issue that Hannah read... Because what happens at the end of this is basically two they ships... They show up to ships, Earth 2. They flee. And they create a new Earth. And Earth uh, Superman's son becomes Superman. Mm-hmm. Damian Wayne becomes Batman. Mm-hmm. And Wonder Girl becomes Wonder Woman. We have and now the new we Earth. have a new Green and Lantern. Green, green, yes, Dinah Shore. From, you remember her from Birds of Prey, right? 
Dinah oh. Lance. Not Dinah Shore. Dinah yeah. Shore was a singer. Dinah Lance, also known as Black Canary. Yeah. Who Green Arrow is always in love with, becomes Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so Green Lantern and um, Green Lantern and Green Arrow both live, which is cool. I like their relationship. Mm-hmm. So that's how it ends. They're out in space. And uh, um, the one shot. This was weird. Okay. I didn't understand so I any of the people. Read. I'd had no, no idea what know was happening. Any of the people. Did like you? all of these people are like, and I'm this. We should go get the Justice League. And they're like, oh, those pretentious tools? No. Yes. Like all these things. Deceased, like, a good day to die. What? Um, stars Big Barda and Mr. Miracle, which I love. And they're both from Apocalypse, which is, remember we talked about this. They were both raised by Granny Goodness in the um, Dark Seeds Yes. Dark side. I did it again. So they were both from Apocalypse. So Big Barda is huge. Scott Free is like the ma- Mr. Miracle is the master of escaping. Mm. And they're trying to save the world. Mm-hmm. So they go and get John Constantine, which, which is, is a magician. magician. Like if we can't save it like this, we're going to have to save it with magic. And he, he, I was getting very much Doctor Strange vibes from him. Oh, no. He is... He cusses up a storm. He is a rated R no, Doctor Strange. Like his like powers. Yeah. I'm doing weird stuff with my hands. If it, we we talked about it. If it makes any sense, he appeared in Saga of the Swamp Thing. That's where he first appeared. So you can know weird. how kooky that was. He also has like an on and on again, off again relationship with Zatanna. Okay. Fair. He like, yeah, I was like flipping through it and it was like a pocket dimension only accessible to a certain level of wizard mm-hmm. or like magic user and he's like sipping like in there having a whiskey yes yeah that's like hiding from his problems man hiding from his problems this, this ain't the way yeah because they were going to they were going to a time machine to make the time machine go back right to like make so, sure that this never happened but then there's like, this guy that was there was like you shall not pass you're I'm not allowed to i'm the time lord or whatever i don't know wave rider yeah yeah, so they had Booster Gold and Blue Beetle, who were best friends. And Booster Gold had a time machine, so they were going to use the time machine to go back in time to change it. But they couldn't do it because the Wave Rider wouldn't let them. But then John Constantine uses magic and escapes while everyone else dies. perishes. Question mark? Do they? I mean, it's a one shot. We don't know. Yes, we do because they do. Uh, something else happens. They have DC Stead Planet. So John Constantine is a huge part in in solving everything. Interesting. They basically use magic and they also use technology. Cyborg technology. But nope. he goes and gets um this chimp, detective chimp. He's a character. He's a monkey that's a detective. He's the world's greatest detective. detective. Chimp. To find Daddy. a person that that John Constantine needs. This is in DC's Dead Planet. Oh no. And guess who he goes to find? Who? Mr. Miracle. Scott Free's not dead. He's alive because he always escapes. He's a world, he's the greatest escape he's artist. He's the greatest escape artist. But he doesn't want to do anything because Barda's dead. Not Aww. Barda's not dead. Barda is zombified. So his deal is like, I will help you. But if we create a cure, she gets we it first. it on her. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I'd want it to be tested on me. Well, listen, I, I love would... Mr. Miracle and Big Barda because they have the greatest relationship. And the cool thing about that one shot that you read is that, did you see the part where he offers them a veggie tray? So um, 
Tom King, a real good writer who's writing the Batman Catwoman uh, comic book mm. that we talked about, he he wrote a Mr. Miracle miniseries about him and Big Barda. And every time someone would come to their house, like he was brought on trial and they're there in their house sitting on a couch. Big Barda's like so much taller than everybody else. And they're <laughs> sitting, getting ready for this trial to happen. And Scott Free walks out with a, a vegetable tray. And that's everything. So they continually, like oh three or four goodness. times in that, in that comic book, they talk about a veggie tray and they just throw it in there just for those comic book characters. So did you like it, Hannah? I did. I really enjoyed reading it. I thought it was very funny. Um, you parts enjoyed. of it were very sad. Right. The good thing is it has a good ending. Hmm. But you have to get through a couple, you know, a you know. couple more issues. A couple. They do DC Unkillables which focuses on a lot of villains and um, how these villains try to save these kids. Yes, I think we had talked about that. We talked about that. And then after that, the DC's dead planet is when they come back to Earth to try to get awesome. the um, equation out of... Um, yeah. Cyborg. There you go. I'm glad it was you fun. It was it. A, yeah, it was a fun read. Yeah, I really my favorites. I and if you like zombies and DC, you should definitely read this. You and it's by Tom it Taylor, the guy who is... Um, who did Seven Secrets mm-hmm. and we're is currently read doing the new Nightwing comic book. Dope. So, yeah. So that's cool all I got. all around. Yeah. yeah. That was fun. End roll. We, yes. Okay, so our art is made, our cover art is made by Nathan Turner. Thanks so much for doing that, bud. He made that in Microsoft Paint. Isn't he such a good artist? I think he's such he a good artist. He is awesome. Yeah. What a cool we dude. pins made. Yeah, I'd, I'd put one on my jean jacket. He would, he would want a part. Of he the would revenue. want compensated. That is a fact. Yeah. He there would say, go. "If are you, you going to sell those? Because I want some. I want." Nor would we ever sell the music because it was given to us for free by yes, a Brockwell created. Mason. If you want to check out his music, you should. It's on any place that you can listen to music. Um, Apple Music, Ooh. Spotify, Brockwell Mason. He made our intro music. Our um, Facebook pay, Facebook page. We don't have a Facebook page. Our YouTube is created and maintained by Pops, Big Pops, Pops. himself, and yeah. I edit and upload. We have such a good time doing this, friends. Thanks Absolutely. for hanging with on, us. We're on um, Amazon, Apple, Podbean, Spotify. I think that's it. I don't All know. the places. The places um, you where should you could... You rate should. and review with 10 stars. The maximum one, man. Yes. Don't rate and review us with zero or one or two or three or four. Just five. Only. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. LOLOL. Next episode is our 25th anniversary. I believe we've done 25 episodes. We we haven't, uh, but we will. We couldn't do it without supporters like us. And you. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. (laughs) You're dead. You're a hooligan. I know. We would do it with no matter. Well, thanks for hanging. We do love our three followers. Our six. Six followers. There you go. Six. And we love our people who share. So there you go. I think next time... Next, on the 25th, we'll, like, do a giveaway. And if you share, we'll put your name in the hopper for a giveaway. That would be fun. What kind of – okay, I mean, sure. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Okay. That came out. I did, okay, sure. Awesome. Um, thanks for hanging with us, friends. And we will catch you on the flip side. All right. Bye-bye, guys. Bye.